Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk. There was an extraordinary item during the week where Volkswagen, which, by the way, is the world's second largest electrical vehicle manufacturer by volume, has entirely sold out of battery-powered models in both the US and Europe for this year. So why has this happened? And can you actually get your hands around the steering wheel of an electric vehicle this year or next? Uh, joining me is Shane O'Donoghue, who is the editor. He's the editor of CompleteCar.ie. Good morning to you, Shane. Good morning, Alice. Thanks for joining us. I, I, this was an extraordinary story. We're all being encouraged to get electric vehicles uh, to replace our diesel or petrol cars. Governments all around Europe are saying you need to do this. There's various incentives, we're told, being put in place. But will the stocks actually be there or is this just a Volkswagen-specific issue or is it something more deep-seated? Oh, yeah. I mean, first of all, it's really bad timing, um, as you mentioned there, that we're all being encouraged to move over to electric power, you know, the climate change emergency, etc. So it's really bad timing for the motor industry, for uh, people that are buying cars, that they want to make the right choice and potentially they can't. So it's not Volkswagen specific. I suppose that's worth pointing out to start with the headlines. Um, there was a piece in the Irish Times uh, quoting... Um, Herbert Deese, uh, one of the board directors at Volkswagen, saying that, you know, basically there's no more electric Volkswagens to be had this year. It isn't quite as desperate as that. I spoke to Volkswagen Ireland yesterday myself, uh, and I also spoke to one of the big dealer principals in Dublin, um, and they both said that they have stock that, you know, it's not that they have zero stock in the country anymore, it's that they might not get loads more later this year. So I think the, the, the message really is, if, if if you do want an electric car, you just get your order in straight away. But also, you might not have as much choice as you used to have. So, you know, you might not get the exact color you want, the exact specification you want. Um, so as long as you're willing to be a bit more flexible, I think you will get a car. Um, but Shane, and- Shane, can I hold you for a second? I mean, obviously, the entry point of price has been the other thing. So availability is one thing. What come these shortages? They can only presumably add to the, the pricing issue as well, right? Yeah, I mean, definitely there's less bargains to be had. Um, as everything, uh, you know, building costs, uh, everything, the pricing is going up at the moment with inflation. And the same is happening with cars. I mean, the manufacturers aren't suddenly lumping thousands of euros onto their prices. Um, but there has been price creep over the last six months, for sure. And what you'll find is that there just aren't bargains to be had. However, saying all that, because of the shortage of new cars, the value of used cars has increased because demand is so high, and that's all across Europe. And therefore, the cost to change probably hasn't changed all that much for buyers. So somebody who's uh, trading in a two, three-year-old car, the value of that is much higher than it would have been four years ago doing the equivalent trade. So actually, it's not as expensive in that situation um, as the headlines might make you think. And Shane, in terms of getting one of the cars, obviously, normally we're so used to when you buy a, a combustion engine car, you look at it on a Monday Sometimes you can even get it on the day, maybe you wait a day or two and you come back to the garage and you pick it up. I mean, are we looking at big waiting times here for electric vehicles, like where you'd have to put yourself on a waiting list? Is that how this is all going to kind of manifest itself? It certainly is that way for some models, some makes and models. Um, uh, yeah, th- there's no doubt. We've been told that people are going in to order exactly what they want and they're being told it's next year they're getting it. And even at that, they're not get, being given a, a def- definite date. But... Saying that there are there is other stock out there that you know as I said if you're flexible there will be cars out there to get there aren't as many there isn't as high stock as there usually is um, demand is high um, but it's not a case of there being no cars at all 
Um, it's a it's a it's a difficult situation though because demand is high. Um, the economy is strong. There people want to be changing cars. They want new cars, and there isn't quite enough cars in the country to to satisfy that. And Shane, have you got any idea what what the actual holdup is in terms of the on the production side? Obviously, the batteries themselves are are pretty vital here for these vehicles, but there are other things in them. A lot of the stuff you get in them is is quite hard to get and procure. There's a lot of people chasing down some of the things that are in the batteries, etc. Is that what your understanding is of what the actual holdup is? Is is demand for those parts is just so rapacious at the moment that the manufacturers just can't keep up? Um. It's not that demand has increased, and semi, the semiconductors is the, the key component here in cars. There's thousands of them in cars, and there's actually far more semiconductors in electric cars than in combustion engine cars. So um, this issue with semiconductors started, you know, a year about a year ago, and it was well highlighted. Um, you know, there was a bit of a perfect storm in terms of the Suez Canal being blocked, um, a semiconductor factory going on fire. Uh, and then increased demand for semiconductors around the world from all different industries, not just the automotive industry. So now that's been compounded by the invasion in Ukraine, where because Ukraine actually is a quite a large supplier of these components and, and other automotive components. So semiconductors started out being the main problem, but now there are other problems as well in the supply chain that are just making it far harder for the whole automotive industry to get cars out the factory door. Now, finally, before I let you go, Shane, what's your advice to people who are thinking of switching? They're looking at this combustion engine car on their driveway and they're saying that has to go at some stage. Is it a case of let this um, demand crux, this shortage play itself out and wait another little bit? Is it get your name down now so when it unwinds, you'll be first in the queue? What's your overall advice to them? Well, um, my advice is don't delay, to be honest, because there is this doesn't look like it's going to go away in a hurry. and We really don't know what how situation in Ukraine is going to go. So um, if you want to replace a car, I would suggest get your name down as soon as you can. Of course, the flip side is there are also a lot of people out there who have cars in finance and you know the finance deal is due to come to an end. So I would suggest they talk straight away to the dealer or the finance, arm, finance branch and you know talk to them about the situation, perhaps extend the loan, perhaps uh, extend the finance agreement. Um, in essence, don't delay, get, get moving on it. Okay, well, you've been here. The warning, you know a lot about cars, Shane. You know a lot about the uh, the crooks in the demand side. So thank you very much for that advice. Shane O'Donoghue is the editor of Complete Car. You are listening to Business Breakfast. I'm Emmett Oliver, standing in here for Joe Lynham. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.